Hello London, we are ready for your vote. Hi there, I'm Stephen Perkins and this is Douzepois, the Eurovision podcast from the team that bring you Binge Watch. I am back from the winter hiatus and the national final season is well underway and I'm really excited to take a look at how the competition is shaping up for Malmö 2024. Before we get going, a little bit of the old housekeeping. Don't forget that you can follow us at bingewatch underscore pod on Twitter or X or whatever it's called these days or me personally at Stephen Perkins or one word. And if you'd like to leave us a review on whatever platform it is that you are choosing to listen to this show, that would be very much appreciated, and it would help us to climb our way up the highly competitive charts of Eurovision fan podcasts. So far this month, we have had three countries confirm their selections for this year's contest, Austria, Ireland and Luxembourg. So let's get 2024 going by having a little look at the challengers. First up, Austria, who will be represented in Malmö by the 29-year-old singer Colleen with the track We Will Rave. This is Colleen's first time representing her country, but she already has an impressive Eurovision CV. She's been involved with the contest since 2018, working variously as a stand-in artist for rehearsals, a dancer and a choreographer, and she's worked as a creative director for both Spain and Bulgaria at Junior Eurovision, and she was the stage director for the whole Junior Eurovision event in 2022. So, she's been very active behind the scenes, but this is the first time that she will be front and centre. Colleen and her song were selected internally by Austrian broadcaster ORF, and while the song itself is under wraps for now, it's been touted as a track with a techno-inspired vibe. Of her selection, Colleen said, I think I haven't fully grasped the fact yet that I will be standing on that stage as an artist myself. I am in love with this world of lights and cameras and believe it's a privilege to take the audience on a journey. I worked hard for this and I am extremely proud. I am very looking forward to showing the world what I can do. Over to Ireland next, where Bambi Thug has been selected to represent the nation with their song Doomsday Blue. Ireland's national final was held on Friday night from a selection of six artists and tracks, voted by a combination of a national jury, an international jury and a televote. 29-year-old non-binary performer Bambi Thug won both the national jury and the televote, beating boy band Next in Line and soloist Ailsha, who tied for second place. Bambi has described the song as being about being overlooked and having your potential ignored, and promises that they can command a big stage like Eurovision. The song has already generated a lot of attention on social media, and is definitely a change from the sort of thing that Ireland has been sending to Eurovision recently. It almost defies categorisation, but it's got elements of metal, electro and ambient pop in there. I think Bambi has even used the term Ouija pop to sum it up. I am absolutely fascinated to see how this one goes down at Eurovision. I feel like it could either go viral for its outlandishness or absolutely sink without trace, and I'm not sure there's a middle ground there, but I'm definitely excited to see what happens. I think what will likely make or break the performance at this point is the staging. Can RTE get a decent budget and concept together to truly turn this into a memorable piece of performance art? If the staging is underwhelming, I don't think the song will work, so let's hope they've got something up their sleeves that can match Bambi's level of commitment to the performance. Our third and final entrant for this week's rundown is the highly anticipated return of Luxembourg to the contest. This weekend, out of a shortlist of eight songs, three were selected to advance to Saturday's Super Final, Fighter by Tali, Drowning in the Rain by Crick, and Believer by Joel Marques. Following the voting from an international jury panel and the Luxembourg televote, Tali was selected as Luxembourg's representative thanks to a strong performance with the juries, receiving the full 12 points from every country except Germany, although she lost the televote to Crick by a margin of one point. 
Fighter is an up-tempo pop song with a bit of a flamenco flavour, sung in a combination of French and English. And also of note, one of the songwriters of the track is Dardust, who co-wrote Soldi for Mahmood for Italy back in 2019. I think I slightly preferred Drowning in the Rain of the two frontrunners, but both of them were pretty competitive efforts, and I think Fighter might end up having a slightly better chance of standing out, depending on what the field ultimately ends up looking like. There are still lots of countries yet to reveal their entries, so we will be back with more updates as those announcements are made. But before we wrap up for this week, let's also have a look at some of the Eurovision news stories that have been making headlines recently. Icelandic broadcaster RUV has delayed its decision to confirm participation at this year's contest, temporarily severing the link between its selection process, Sungvakepnin, and Eurovision itself. Normally, the winner of the contest automatically becomes that year's representative for Iceland at Eurovision. However, there has been significant protest in Iceland regarding Israel's participation this year in light of the humanitarian crisis resulting from Israeli military operations on the Gaza Strip. As a result, a decision regarding Iceland's participation at Eurovision this year will only be taken following the Sungvakepnin final in March in consultation with the eventual winner. RUV's Stefan Eriksson stated that the contestants are still competing with the goal of taking part in Eurovision, but that they do not know yet what the future holds. Calls for a boycott over Israel's involvement in the contest are not limited to Iceland, as similar protests have been gaining ground in Finland and Norway. On the subject of Norway, there has been controversy in the Melody Grand Prix this year following the revelation that Ulvaham by Gotha, which advanced to the finals following the second semi-final on 20th of January, has identical lyrics to a thousand-year-old medieval Norwegian ballad. The band have been told by broadcaster NRK that they must resubmit the song with original lyrics prior to the final on 3rd of February in order to avoid falling foul of Eurovision's regulations regarding original material. Finally, if you're chomping at the bit to see which night the non-Big 5 countries will be competing for qualification this year, the wait is almost over. The draw determining which semi-finals nations will be competing and voting in will take place this Tuesday, 30th of January at 1900 hours Central European Time, that's 1800 hours GMT, and it will be streamed live on the Eurovision YouTube channel. That is it for now, I will be back soon with more news as the 2024 competition continues to take shape, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already to make sure you, that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Until next time, good night Europe and good morning Australia. Yeah.